James Wan being the Kevin Feige of this horror universe, you know, uh, even if this one sucked, you know, it's just a chapter of the story. Right. You know, they're going to turn the page and they're going to come out with something else, you know, and if this ends up getting a bad rep, they're going to come out with something bigger and better next time. You know, the, the Conjuring universe is going to go on for a very long time, and I'm pretty happy about that. Welcome back to the Thunder Rooster Podcast. My name is Ron. And I'm Paul. And today, voila! We are, it's not finished yet, but we are in our new studio. New studio. Studio. If I can talk. Yes. Uh, been putting a lot of work into this past couple of weeks, and it's turning out rather nicely, if I might say so myself. Uh, pretty impressed. <laughs> you got my reaction, too. Yeah, I did. Pretty cool. Might have to share that. Might have to show that here. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, we still have a lot to do. But um, you know, we have an episode to shoot this week, so we figured we'd go ahead and uh, put it together, get it done. I think so. But yeah, uh, I'm pretty stoked about it. I'm pretty stoked too. But I'm going to tell you, I feel really close to you. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) I don't know how I feel about that. It's like we're we're just two. I mean, I'm really closer to you now. Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So, so, what are we talking about today, Ron? We're going to be talking about uh, the Conjuring uh, movies. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, we're just covering one, two, and the third one, which we just finished watching. Uh, we we made this episode centered around the fact that it was coming out and we were going to watch it. And I'm glad we did it during the day. That's for sure. Yeah, nighttime's not the fun time. No. <laughs> See, me and Paul are kind of uh, wusses when it comes to uh, horror flicks and whatnot at night. You just leave the nightlight on and I'll be fine. Right. So thanks for watching it during the day. I appreciate that. But yeah. Um, it's. I've always been captivated by the Conjuring movies. Um, the first one, I mean, I straight up could not sleep properly that me night. Me neither. <laughs> me. Me neither. So, yeah. It's something else. Um cast is great the director is great and on the third one he didn't direct it uh james wan mm-hmm. uh he did not direct the third one which is called the devil made me do it but he did still produce uh, i'm pretty sure he still had had a hand in it and it's good that he still had the involvement i mean yeah you know it's a good series i mean and there's and there's other movies that tie into it i mean you know like we said mm-hmm. we're just covering the three but yeah. It's a large catalog. I'll go into the list. I found out that actually there's even a timeline. You can watch the movies chronologically. I did see that too. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it's because I'm looking at the dates and you're like, wait, that's really out of order. But yeah. I mean, if you think about it though, James Wan is kind of like, he's created this own little universe. Mm-hmm. And if you, if I dare say so myself, James Wan's basically the Kevin Feige of the Conjuring series, you know? I think that's fair to say. Yeah. So it's it's going to be awesome to see what else they come up with because they have so much material that they can turn into movies. You know, it's crazy. Uh, we will be jumping into um, some more in-depth stuff on this, of what I'm about to say coming up in a couple episodes. But uh, 
the whole Conjuring series is based off of uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren's basically case files that they've done, and the most famous, basically, well, husband and wife dynamic yeah. duo in the paranormal world. Yeah, we're gonna, very well known. We're going to dive into them in a couple episodes, but um, it's crazy the amount of stuff that they have. What was it? Potentially ten thousand cases. Yeah. Wrap your head around that, guys. 10,000 demons <laughs> or less. Right. I'm sure somewhere to bunk, but yeah. just for the fact, that's that's insane. Well, I will say this bit. I mean, the fact that Ed is actually one of the only people who's not a priest mm. that is sanctioned to carry out exorcisms by the Catholic Church. It's like getting a warrant, buddy. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of saying something. That, that gives Father, some credence to their... Father called the Vatican... We got a match. <laughs> Game on. Well, yeah. So let's talk about uh, the first Conjuring movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your highlight to that one? <laughs> I don't want to call it a highlight. It was more of like a scare light for mm-hmm. me. Oh, I mean, light. obviously when we were, and we'll go more into it. Yeah. Obviously when you guys uh, caught when Austin Giles was on, and I wasn't lying, <laughs> that shit gave me nightmares. This is what kind of reminded me. Yeah. Just everything about the Conjuring just the demonic possession but what got me we're not spoiling it but if you haven't seen it, it's your own fault uh one scene right at the end all the crosses in the bedroom go upside down and that's everything on the second one i thought it was the first one that's the second that's one. the second one yeah. <laughs> edit that out yeah yeah, yeah. now i'm gonna leave that in <laughs> let me go back and look to the cast um Nah, the uh, the first one is centered around um, the, the Warren's family. case of um, yeah the Perrin family Perrin. It's their house. Perrin. Uh, actually, I think there is a book by one of the Perrin uh, sisters. Uh, I think it's called um, "The Light in the Darkness" or something like that. I'll put it on the screen here because I'm pretty sure I messed that up. But um, so. There was a lot more that went on in that house that never made the movie, you know, because they hi- they had to Hollywood it up and everything. And while things didn't go on quite like they did in the movie, that Sheba scared me. That's what I remember yeah. most. <laughs> but the whole thing of it is, is like that. The family says that there's way worse stuff that happened in their house throughout the time of them right. living there. Right. Aside from just that little case thing that they did. But anyway, so. It was based on the fact that it was a witch's curse um, mm-hmm. that was going on in that house, and it was from uh, Bathsheba... Bathsheba Sherman. Sherman, yeah. So, essentially, uh, she sacrificed her weak-old child to the devil and then committed suicide And What time at, did she kill herself at, Ron? At 3.07 in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's funny though. I have written down on that it was 1863, but you showed me a picture, which I'll flash up right yeah. here, that it's like 1865. So, some info messed up. Our carbon <laughs> carbon footprinting's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> but so, yeah, 307. So yeah, it's it's basically the the parents' family's house is in Harrisville, uh, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. You first meet Annabelle in this one because I'm pretty sure right before they go over there, they're just wrapping up wrapping up the Annabelle they're wrapping case. Wrapping up that case, study, yeah. yes, before they go as the prom. Right, and Annabelle's a whole another animal on her own. Uh, 
on its own. I don't like dolls. Yeah. I don't like dolls. But yeah, that spurred off two other, um, what do you call them? Like sequels, side pieces? Like, <laughs> I mean, there's there's three Annabelle movies. Yeah, I know. I still haven't seen the uh, Annabelle Comes Home yet. That's the, actually, right. I don't even know if I saw Annabelle Creation. I think I did. Yeah, I did see the two because the one, yeah, the Come Home, I did not see. Okay, then I didn't see the Creation one. All I saw was the first one, and I'll get to it. But I'm, you know what? I I learned enough in the two. I think I'm good. <laughs> It's fucking scary. I mean, little dolls just in general kind of creep you out in a sense. Yeah, they do. And I know, like, the original Annabelle is actually a Raggedy Ann doll. But could you imagine them making a movie that a Raggedy Ann doll is chasing around? (laughs) Just as a side point with the whole doll concept, just a real quick story. My mother and one of her friends years ago Mm kind of had, like, an inside joke going with each other around Halloween. Yeah. And my mom's one friend collected dolls. So she had the one that was like the creepiest of all. She sent it to my mother. Yeah. My mom shit herself. She was like, I can't believe this. This is the most hideous thing I've ever seen. So over time, they would send it back to each other on Halloween. Oh, God. <laughs> so you never knew when she'd come along. Oh, that would be the worst, yeah. too. Like, I don't even know. Nope. And it both comes home again. Yeah. So during that haunting, they're basically, you know, clocks keep stopping at 3.07 a.m. Mm. And, you know. Their dog does not want to come in the house. No. Uh, later on in the movie, the dog ends up, I want to say getting killed, but you can't really prove that, but dog's dead. And, you know, spirit stuff starts happening throughout the house. You know, yeah, banging on the walls. Got a little bit of the clap game going on, and nobody's playing, but there's a clapping going on. I'm teaching your son that, by the way. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, Aunt Paul. <laughs> he calls me Paul now. Shut the hell up. But yeah, so uh, I don't want to really spoil the movie for you, but, you know, they come out. They take, uh, what was it, the music box, right? Another thing that I fucking despise now. Yeah, to their little museum, essentially, of uh, all their negative <laughs> contacted things. Hell's Ghost Shop, if you will. Right, yeah, that's that's a proper term for it. <laughs> I mean, I want to go there. It's in, no, there. Uh, no. Yeah, I no. want to go there. Go yourself. I'm, I'm out. I'm setting this one out. I think we should do a Rooster Travels video on that one. I don't want to do the country. <laughs> How about this? We get a hundred likes on this video. <laughs> you son of a bitch. And I will take Paul to the Warrens Museum. How about I take you to the museum and I'll film it and I'll just stay as an outsider and we'll see how good you got it. I mean, you got to film me, so that would require you going in. Do it remotely. <laughs> All right, so yeah. The Conjuring 2, it is over the infield poltergeist. Yeah, um, it, goes, it goes abroad. Yeah, they travel overseas <laughs> for this one. Uh, I don't remember how uh, they ended up getting in contact with the Warrens to come over there. I just remember the part where they're actually over there and start kind of investigating what's going on. You know, you have cops involved. Oh, the, co- the cops uh, are like, uh, we can't help you. Uh, we just saw that chair fly across the room. We're out. <laughs> you uh, know what? That's outside of our jurisdiction. Uh, you better call a priest, maybe. I mean, that's kind of your natural I think that's what it was though. because, I mean, if we're talking outside the movie versus real, mm-hmm. I mean, at least the movie depiction, it was like the police came. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, shit, we got nothing for you here. Maybe you should call a priest. Yeah. And then maybe the father had reached out and said, hey, you know, we have this, you know, this 
husband and wife mm-hmm. duo team that specializes in paranormal and of course everything's got consent first <laughs> well you see in the movie and everything uh they start getting kind of like a tabloid type interest i guess like a following cult following yeah like yeah. people start showing up and everything and this is before the warrens even even made it out and i'm just thinking of my as as going there myself and seeing that kind of thing firsthand i'd probably shit my pants i mean <laughs> i don't know what would i do i don't know you just don't know what you're met with till you're met with it i guess because again, then you're basically having the ideal, like the ideas, like you're facing something that's not reality. You yeah. don't know. Something interesting about the Conjuring Two, though, is it picks up from another case that the 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 Warrens were involved in, which is the Amityville Horror. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts out with a to give you a little. Well, bio. I, think, I think they're because they were weren't they involved in the case? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then they had a is they went there and. They were, uh, I guess, investigating it, mm-hmm. and Lorraine's character, played by uh, Vera Farmiga, uh, who's gorgeous, by the way, does a great job playing that character, too. Sorry. Oh, she was great in Bates Motel. I haven't seen that yet. My wife loved that show. Yeah, she loves it out. Good show. I need to check it out, too. But uh, she does her, like, psychic medium mm-hmm. stuff, so she's walking through the whole scene, and it shows... Um, Ronald DeFeo going mm-hmm. around with the, the shotgun and everything like that. But then she makes the the protagonist of the film while she's doing this. And, you know, <laughs> it's the, uh, the creepy-ass nun that it's, like, seared into my mind. So anytime I'm in, like, some dark area or by myself, you know, I don't know where I'll just see that fucking picture in my mind. And I'll just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Damn penguin. <laughs> Scare me again. Well, yeah, that, I can understand now. I can understand why they ended up doing a whole spinoff with that one because it's fucking scary. It's like a mocking of religious stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, you know. But um, so they show essentially Ed in this um, vision, right? That was, that's she what has would a vision. Called. Yeah. Yeah. Basically dying from this demon that they've later find out its name, Valak. And Valak. It does sound like it would be like a uh, 80s metal band, right? <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I mean, come on. I was just like, when she called for the demon, Valak! Yeah. But sure, we could. But we should be careful with that, because it's an actual demon name, so who knows. <laughs> Whatever we have to do to erase that. Okay. Right, yeah. So, um, I, don't, I don't know. The, the whole thing is pretty cool, because... With but all three of these movies, they show the photos of like the actual. Well, yeah, stuff. The, in the second one where it was, yeah, and, and we have those here, so we'll insert yeah, them. yeah, we'll and insert them like, as we're talking with this one for sure. But it's like you see the pictures of the kid making a mess in the kitchen, you know. So they're like, "Oh, it's her all along." So they're like, "Okay, well, you just have a crazy kid, so we're gonna get out of here." Yeah, and then you know, they they find out it wasn't. So. It's not just a crazy kid. Yeah. It's like one of those things. I don't want to give away the whole movie just in case, you know, you want to watch it yourselves, but just do it, Ron. No. That fucking music box comes back again. It does, doesn't it? Now maybe I No, you're thinking oh, 
That's what it is. TP. <laughs> it's the whole introduction of the second one introduces two more characters, which right. I believe will be a spinoff movie as well, because yep. we already got the nun. Yep. The other one is the crooked man that comes from kind of a music box. I forgot what those are called. It's like a something graph type thing. I don't know the name of it right here. <laughs> but yeah, it's a really cool... Um, it's a cool way that they can take little things like that. And part of me wonders if it was planned or kind of just like part of the story. Oh, one thing that I did check visitor. out is, uh-huh, kitty. Um, one thing that <laughs> did kind of check out was that for the second movie, at least with, with the, well, since them going to London, they really like the true story is they really didn't have that much involvement. Yeah. In that. Really? Mm hmm. We'll have to get more into that in the Warrens. Uh, they said, like, they kind of represented what was going on, mm-hmm. but, like, a lot of the scenes that were in there, which were great, never yeah. happened. Yeah, I don't doubt that. You they, know, I mean, because, because... They have to Hollywood it up. Because then they thought, too, you know, people were so skeptical. Mm-hmm. You had some that believed and some didn't. Obviously, their names got across, Yeah, you know, out there. And It's crazy because they are worldwide. They have... They all are all over the world. They're the. I that. mean, they're going to be the most recognizable. Yeah, they're a huge name in the paranormal community. I mean, too bad they're no longer with us, but yeah, you know, they are. But they are we are going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. So one thing we were talking about during break, and obviously when. The information comes out and people are skeptical of, you know, what is going on as far as what Ed and Lorraine were attributing to. Yeah. It is a fair question to ask that all of these recordings were on tape recorders. Yeah. We think a time frame. I just think that that's really kind of tough to doctor up a tape. Yeah. I mean, it definitely can be done. You know what I mean? But if like, for example, if you have a child sitting there and then all of a sudden that child just starts speaking Latin. Yeah. I mean... Especially not having any like exposure to that or something like that, which would be most often the case. Right. And also, we have to highlight the fact that it started, at least in the movie, Mm -hmm. from the use of a Ouija board. Yeah. You know. (laughs) You know. The lesson learned, don't touch the Ouija board. Right. Come on. Don't do do it. it. (laughs) Jinx, you owe me a Coke. (laughs) But yeah. um, No, it's... Very interesting in the fact that you can't really prove any of this stuff happened. I mean, they have tapes and whatnot because they do actually play audio and they show pictures of the actual family on these movies. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it kind of gives credibility to the fact that it's based on a true story. But most of everything in the movies largely, vastly exaggerated. Yeah, Yeah. hands down. So Looks cool. I mean, regardless, though, if... Let's take away the Hollywood um, exaggeration and everything like mm-hmm. that. How fucking crazy would it be to find out that all this shit was real? You know, the whole exorcism thing. We've had episodes on it. We've covered two actual cases of exorcism that are really famous. They made movies on them. And I have to say, it still scares the shit out of me. Even though I've not had any, like, uh, actual experience in any of that no neither of us have 
But, you know, it's not like we could just, you know, go online and say, hey, can we just uh, attend an exorcism and see what it would be like? Now, if they started, you know, charging money for tours for exorcisms (laughs) and stuff, then I might start being like, all right, this is bullshit. (laughs) Just $100 a day, you can be there. Right. But, yeah. The Conjuring 2 was definitely, uh, I I think it has the most entertainment value carried with it. I think it did... Uh, do well as a sequel, but the first Conjuring will always have that was more scary to me. Yeah, I just had there were a lot of jumps and it made me jump. I think it was the first time you saw a movie like that done extremely well. Mm-hmm. You know, James Wan really had a great grasp of his art, how he oh, wanted yeah. to have it perceived, and it just fucking the, bu- the build up was like. Not your traditional, like, you know, here's something that's going to make you jump and scare. Like, yeah. you had to think. Right. And the imagery was just... <laughs> yeah. We also have to take off the, chart. the story of it because oh, yeah. the subject matter itself is scary enough, you know, because there's a lot of uh, religious beliefs yeah. that back up, and, hey, these things are actually out here, you know. So the scare factor, that's already there with any movie, really. But the way he just painted the picture and the stories and the the choice of casting, I mean, really set it, it set it apart from all the other things. Uh, the Conjuring franchise alone mm-hmm. is, I think, the second highest grossed uh, horror mm-hmm. um, franchise out there. Uh, I'll have to put the one number one across the screen. I just guess I, Halloween. That's my guess, but. I could be wrong. Maybe Saw. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We I th- will find out. I'm wondering if maybe it might be like, a, you know, the whole Jason Voorhees thing. Maybe. F- Friday too many. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Friday, next Friday, Friday after next, Friday too many. Well, yeah. We'll yeah. find out for ourselves, but you mm. will learn now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So we just watched The Conjuring 3. The Devil Made Me Do It. Um I don't have a lot of notes over this one because I literally had no idea. You know, I just wanted to go into it and watch it as a fresh face on that. And it's over a a case where the defendant is claiming that he is was possessed mm-hmm. by the devil. For murder. For, yeah, murdering a guy. And one thing before we go in, because we just mentioned this the other minute. Mm-hmm. One of the cool things from the third edition is that... When the priest actually has to come to the house, mm-hmm. he's actually, he gets out of his cab and he on looks into the house. Yeah. And the way the shot is set up, if you just had maybe a little bit of more moonlight coming overhead, it would look like the identical shot of the movie cover from The Exorcist. Right. And you know, there was probably some intention with that too. In know? respect. Yeah. I mean, of course, the priest look on his face when he got out of the car. He's like, fucking hell. Why did I sign up for this? <laughs> You know, son of a bitch. But I mean, the scare factor of uh, of this too is this time around, it's a child that is like an eight year old boy. Yeah. yeah, I know, and that's flat out horrifying. Yeah, just a child in general, especially you know. when he starts to crab walk too. Ugh, that grosses me. Out. We saw Linda Blair do it. We heard right, what she yeah. said. That's what but that he didn't. But he didn't have any good puns. Yeah. I still can't believe they didn't they didn't put keep that in like the original. That was a later on. You fucking see, eat me, bitch, and I'm like, wow, yeah, <laughs> and the statue too. All, all those fun things oh, that made me laugh so hard, right? But uh, I could not. <laughs> I still can't get that. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> bitch slapped to the ground. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry, folks. Sorry, um, guys. Well, yeah. Um, but so it basically, yeah, there's, they wanted to know, like, the Warrens felt, okay, and again, if this is completely true to the story outside yeah. of the movie, yeah. they were like, wow, this is definitely not uh, anything we've actually encountered. This yeah. is totally different. Like, how could this be happening? Right. What is causing this? There is no, there, there's no item or anything, a relic. Yeah, they, and they in the beginning. find out, yeah. and yeah, it's a whole nother ball game for them. The one thing I do like, just as a whole for the movie, is mm-hmm. the fact that it's not just a haunted house movie. You right. know, this has to do with more so Satan worship and witchcraft, and you know, it's one, it's an actual person doing shit to people, and uh, you know. It reminds me of like a, I mean it's called the witch's totem, but what she made and stuff like that, it just reminded me more of witchcraft more than you know satanic cult stuff. No, it makes sense. What do I know about that? No, stuff? it does. Right. <laughs> but it's it, all about her fucking table. Yeah. You know, I I heard a lot of people say that because you know James Wan wasn't uh, directing this one that mm-hmm. you know it wasn't going to be great or that they had seen it and didn't like it as much and it's just like a lot of what happened in the movie and stuff would be something that James Wan would have done. Sure. You know, right. I just think that, you know, like you said yourself, you know, it wasn't as scary mm-hmm. maybe, which to a degree, I, I I would say you're, you're a hundred percent right on that. You know, I can't, I can't, At the events, can't like actually the that. depiction of what happened. Yeah. It's scary as shit. Yeah. But just to know, you kind of have more, you kind of have more ownership in this one to kind of mm-hmm. know where, like I said, I think, yeah, the first one is, the scariest of all of them. The second one is scary, but I really like the story of that one. Yeah, I don't like the story too, and it just it kind of came full circle, but it wasn't like ah yeah like that. That's my that's you my uh, whole thought too. Is on like James Wan being the Kevin Feige of this horror universe. You know, uh, even if this one sucked, you know, it's just a chapter of the story. Right. You know, they're going to turn the page and they're going to come out with something else. You know, and. If this ends up getting a bad rep, they're going to come out with something bigger and better next time. You know, the the Conjuring universe is going to go on for a very long time, and I'm pretty happy about that. I mean, ideally, you got six films, and then if you want to count the other one, which is the side one, that's seven, right? What side? The one? uh. Well, here I'll just go ahead and listen right now. <laughs> go ahead, read them. I did write read them in down. order. Yeah. So, so this is how you should watch them. No, uh, yeah, this is in uh, chronological order. So it starts out in 1952 with the Nun. Uh, then it goes 1955 with the Annabelle creation, 67 with Annabelle, uh, 71, The Conjuring, 72, Annabelle Comes Home, mm-hmm. 73, Curse of La Llorona. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope I said that right. I wasn't going to. Uh, 77 <laughs> was The Conjuring 2, and 81 is The Conjuring The Devil Made Me Do It. Yep. And that's what we got so far. Yeah, that's all that's there. But, um, but more is coming. One of these days we're going to have to tackle that and just kind of watch all... All of them in succession. Well, I'll buy the Annabelle movies. All right. Well, I have a couple. I still haven't seen the second one. <laughs> and that's the one I own. Yeah. I will say a side point. You have a lot of movies that you haven't watched. A ton of movies. These are all in the shrink wrap, huh? No. No, all of them are out of their cases. And oh, okay. I have They're just in your binders, but yeah. you still haven't watched them. I've got four. Do you have one pile that's watched and not watched? No, I have them all mixed together. I have four binders <laughs> that hold like... I think one of them's up to like 300 and something, and then the others are like 400 capacity. Damn, bro. All of them are filled up. Damn, bro. Yeah. One of them is just like TV 
DVDs. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Start on a little video story, huh? Basically, I could have my own little blockbuster if anything goes wrong. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just love I love. Movies, I do, too. So. I, I love that. And there's nothing more that pisses me off than to assume you can just, you know, get on the internet and watch a movie. But if the internet goes out, what are you going to do? Twill your thumbs? You know? Probably. That's probably what I mean, when cyber attacks continue, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, I know. I'll have my movies, that's for sure. <laughs> but yeah. Why don't, we, uh, why don't we go ahead and uh, take this on into our three shots of funny? Do you yeah. have any closing Closing, closing statements? Uh, very, very good series. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Definitely, <laughs> I would think towards Halloween, this would be a good series to watch. Mm. Lot, lot of, a lot of good things involved. Just great direction. Um, but I just keep laughing at the third one because of all the the demonic crippling movements, and oh, it's like, yeah. and then I just go back to Austin and I'm freaked out again. No, like he did, he, was he very did smart, incredible. That impressed. The I mean, me. I mean that is that was just as good as what we saw. Yeah, if not better. Speaking of Austin, uh, we love you, Austin. Him and uh, a friend of his decided to start a podcast of their own. Her name's called Nacho. Yeah. Uh, it's the Cheeky and Nacho show, <laughs> show and uh, you can check it out on uh, Spotify. Yeah. Uh, they have about three or four episodes up right now. Uh, I don't know. By the time you hear this, they might have the fourth one up, but currently they only have three. Uh, I just helped them out with uh, getting some uh, new equipment so they can. Well, that was very nice it. of you. Yeah. I just want to. You can't be nice. I just want to get them, get them going, you know. I do have a. I have a you nice don't have thing. a mean streak all the time. That's Not just for show. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right folks De- definitely check them out uh, i'm sure we'll start running some kind of commercial for them uh coming up soon and we're gonna have them on probably again yes they will uh they'll we'll have both of them on coming up soon gotta wrap up getting the studio all, all straightened out it'll get there yeah it's it's about 60 percent right now but yeah i would say that's about safe it, it it'll be fun to see how how it morphs and everything well yeah because the grand finale has not been released or announced yet yeah. Yep, that's to come. That's to come, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, well, I will say this a little hint. Uh, we have the space and we have it set up here in our, our new studio. We now have Thunder Rooster HQ. Yeah. I want to call it the barn. Call <laughs> oh, whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> but uh, we have enough space down here uh, to successfully pull off like three, maybe four different sets. So, uh, we're definitely going to have fun playing around with that. Oh, but for yeah. sure. Uh, let's go ahead and hop into our three shots of funny. I think we've got probably enough time to pull all these off. You know, and this is also, uh, this is coming out, I think it comes out right after uh, Father's Day. It does. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, folks. Do it. I was like, are you going to break it in? <laughs> All right, so uh, this week we are we had a pre-recorded episode last week, mm-hmm. and um, we decided we were just going to have both of our wives send us one this week. So it's fair trade off. Uh, I like that. We'll start out with uh, my wife's. It's it's uh, which one is it? What's it called? Oh, damn. Okay, <laughs> it's called damn. <laughs> 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 
Damn. That was fucking awesome. See it one more time. It was so awesome. All right. At first, I'm just going to be honest on something I'm going to say. I wasn't really like thrilled about the whole TikTok universe or whatever, but there are people that are pretty clever on how they put these videos together. I will give you that. I mean, there's so many funny ones out there. I don't even have a TikTok. I'll just find stuff like that on Instagram most of the time. That's where she finds all hers. She doesn't have a TikTok either. (laughs) Yeah. All right. And what's Kelly's lined up for us? Well, the full title is Happy, Happy, Joy, Joy, but we can just call it Happy. There goes the knee. (laughs) Ride it, Happy. Ride it. There we go. And then she goes on there and fucks with his dislocated knee. (laughs) Of course, he's like, "Uh, honey, could you just please get off? I'm fucking in pain. I just uh, love and appreciate the fact that that little girl did the Happy Gilmore. She did the dance and she was feeling the flow. All right. Next one, Paul. You want to go first on this one? Which one is it? Oh, mine is called Donkey. Donkey. Oh, donkeys. Oh, sassy donkey. Uh. Oh. Just kicked up a fart. That is crazy. Bad donkey. Our last episode was a horse fart in the grass. and now we got a donkey. We're equal opportunity. Horses, donkeys, jackasses everywhere. That's awesome. I do like I do like that. Mine is called <laughs> Is that a fucking snake? Is that a fucking snake? Fucking snake, I hate die, 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 Do it again. Do it again. Alright, one more time. Is that a fucking snake? That's hilarious. Me, that reminded me of like on South Park, like Cartman yep. doing the voice kind of thing. That's what that reminded me of. <laughs> All right, in snake. honor of uh, Father's Day, yes, since it was just last Sunday, according to this episode. <laughs> We've we picked out a couple that uh pretty good. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna play mine first because it's not technically it has to do with a father, it's just titled Daddy. Daddy. Yo, grab my cord right there. Grab yeah, my cord right you there. Grab it yourself, bro. Daddy. Yo, don't <laughs> do that. Do not do that, my man. Like, why are you? Like, in my ear, bro. In my ear. Daddy. I'm not your daddy, my man. I'm not your daddy. Don't moan in my fucking ear. Next time, get it yourself. I'm trying to help you out. Daddy. What's your cord so bad here? Daddy. <laughs> Daddy, yeah. <laughs> he was mad. I know he, he might have some issues there. But anyways, here's his title, Father. Since it's the last one. Uh, how much do you weigh again? How dare you ask a dad that? Right? <laughs> He's got this. He's got this. This is not gonna end well. He's got it. He's got it. Sit down, Gideon. Oh. oh. I knew he was going to hit the tree, but I didn't think he was going to somersault. Oh, yeah. He got fucked. Fuck. (laughs) That's another thing I'm going to look forward to. I'm going to have a zip line whenever we move and get a big property. Yeah, for sure. This could be And then I can watch Noah on the far watching you like, wow, daddy. And boom. Yeah, this totally. Sonny Bono. I mean. (laughs) 
Oh my god. <laughs> He's okay. All right, folks. We hope you enjoyed. Thanks, this guys. So rate, like, and subscribe. Yes, please. Uh, get us up to a hundred subscribers so we can <laughs> stamp our name on YouTube. That'd be be, That'd be amazing. Um, definitely send us some uh, paranormal stories you have. We want to hear them. We're trying to get a paranormal episode from our listeners together, and uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Paul, glad we got to break in our new studio. I'm friend. very excited for the things that are going to be coming next. I. Uh, possibilities are endless we got dice road guys not to mention we have enough subjects or episode subjects yeah you're good for you're good you found the holy grail time. you're good yeah. and then we got mansfield so Ooh, dice roads for us is next week uh everybody pray for us and hope we don't get killed by some crackhead in michigan we'll be fine <laughs> we're gonna earn that shit all right everybody uh just don't forget epstein didn't kill himself we'll see you next weekend peace next weekend Next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. All right. I'm just as ready for the next weekend as you are. All you thundercocks, all you thunder roosters, all you thunder chickens, and we can't forget you thunder chicks. So yeah. uh, you girls and uh, guys, keep it alive out there, all right? Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>